And we're back with episode 10 of Dog Football Weekly. It's your host, Reed, with your co-host, Russ. And today we have a very special guest from dogpost.com, Mr. Dean. Mr. Dean, how you doing today? I'm good. How are y'all? We're doing all right. Well, let's just jump right into it. Obviously, um, I, we just have a couple questions to ask. First off, did you see the news about Marvin Jones Jr. this morning? in the offseason. I don't think it's really a giant, you know, concern for in terms of the 23 season. I mean, guys in the offseason are going to get things cleaned up and uh, you know, it doesn't seem to me like it's going to be a big big deal moving forward. But, you know, you never know with recoveries, but that, yes, sir. this does not seem to be serious. Yes, sir. Well, I think, you know, I think he's going to play a big part in that defense next year and just hoping for a speedy recovery and hopefully it's nothing. I didn't really read up on what he's getting done. I just saw he's missing spring practice. Right. And that's common. You yes, know, sir. I, I, you know, Georgia and everybody else is littered with guys who just don't uh, play in the spring. It, it's not abnormal at all. Yes, sir. Well, Russ, you got anything on that? No, we just need our guys healthy, you know. Yeah. Well, um, I want to talk a little bit about the NFL draft. Obviously, I've been looking at a lot of big boards lately, and – I got a question about a couple guys, where you see them going. My first one is Warren McClendon. Where do you see him going? Yeah, Warren's a good question. Uh, you would think because he left early that it would be a first three rounds kind of thing. Um, I, I really don't know. I, I would not think that he would be in the top 50 of guys going. Um, but Warren was a hell of a player at Georgia. I, I know that much. Um, and how long you know, it will take him to go off the board for the draft? That's a good question. Yes, sir. Well, I was looking because I don't read a whole lot up on the NFL draft until we get closer to to time, which we're coming up on it now, obviously. But I was it was under my idea that he'd be, you know, top 50 because he left early. And I was looking at boards this morning. He's like a projected third or fourth round guy. Right. Most likely he could he's honestly could be a day three guy. Yeah. And his um his what is what's written about him on the internet? I don't think it does him very well, because he was a great player on that offensive line. He played a big role for three years. He's a three-year starter on that line. Yeah, but you know, you never, you know, you never really know what you're getting into with um, with guys that leave early. I mean, typically they're leaving early because it's it's in their best interest to leave early because they're you know really maximizing their value heading into the league, but. With Warren, that could be the case, or he may just be kind of tired of school. I mean, yes, sir. There's, there's never yeah. any really knowing of, of, of what it is. Yes, sir. Another guy, um, obviously Jalen Carter is going to be a top five pick, hopefully number one to the Bears. Where do you see Broderick Jones going? First round for sure. Um, where after that, I don't know. I mean, Broderick uh, met Broderick when he was – 16 maybe something like that when he was playing at Lithonia and um just so athletic and waited two years to start he essentially played the most meaningful snaps against the, uh, in the national championship game against Alabama but you know Broderick didn't start most of that year in 2021 uh, yeah. in 22 he was about as good as you could be and um I, I think somebody that gifted and that young I mean, he only played three years at Georgia. He does not have a lot of tread on the tires because a lot of that time he didn't play. Um, mm-hmm. Broderick's going to be – you never make your 
real money in your first NFL contract. It's always your second contract. He's he's young enough to where that will be where he's about 26 or 27 years old. He will mm. be really uh, cashing in at that point. But I think he'll be a top. You don't totally know, although he's a tackle. I'd be surprised if he doesn't go in the top 20. Yes, sir. I I think he's going to be right around like 10 to 15. I could see him going. And there's obviously the Northwestern guy. He's getting a lot of hype. Who's the other tackle, Russ? I can't remember. Anyway, um, another guy who his stock's kind of gone up and down as the year. Um, Keely Ringo, where do you see Keely Ringo falling in this year's draft? Keely's a good question. Um, you know, he really had a lot on his shoulders in 22 because he was the guy that dealt with everybody's best receiver. Um it seemed for a while like he would be a first-round guy, even late into the year. But lately I've noticed where he's not considered that for whatever reason. I think the combine will really matter a lot for him, um, you know, in pro day two. You really only have two real well, – well, three if you are a senior. But you have the all-star games. But if you're an underclassman like Keeley and Broderick and Warren, you really only have two places to, to, to change people's views of you. That's combine and then pro day. Individual workouts as well. That's where things can can really skyrocket for guys. But I mean, I, I, if Keeley's on the board late in the second round, that'd be pretty surprising. You just don't get a lot of guys like him and his size, his ability to really run um, with the size. He, he's going to be a good NFL player for a long time. I think he's going to end up. I think he's going to have a great combine. I think he's going to have a great pro day, and I genuinely think he's going to end up being a top twenty guy. Just because of his that size and speed combination got raw talent. at the corner is hard to find, yeah. and I think he had he has his flashes. Obviously, the Tennessee game's a high point in his career. He had a great game in the title game against Alabama last year, but he also he's obviously going to be a project for any NFL team that drafts him. Well, I mean, project. I don't know because they're. Guys like that that get drafted that high at that position, they're going to play. Yes, sir. And, you know, everybody, the days of development kind of end once you leave college. There's only so much you can develop after that point. So, um, I think for Keeley, it's, it's a where does he go? What do they run? Um, but he's going to be out there. He, he's just too big, physical, and can run too well to, to not be out there. Well, Mr. Dean, um, who do, where do you think – uh, what's the, Darnell? Darnell, where do you think Darnell's going? He's a good question. He's not a certain first round guy, um, but he he certainly could become one. He 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 is so. Um, it's hard to put into words how big Darnell is, because yeah. you know most tight ends are pretty big people, but but Darnell is beyond big. Um, he, he makes Brock Bowers look small. And Brock's not a real small guy. Brock Bowers um, is 6'4", 235 pounds. I mean, it's crazy you got a guy who can who can run and who can block and he can do pretty much anything you want him to do. Yeah, I mean, Brock, Brock, Brock is a heck of a player. But Darnell is just a physical presence. And, you know, you don't <laughs> – He's much more like a oversized basketball guy running around out there <laughs> than a football player. Um, and I say that having played basketball in college. You, you saw people that were similar to Darnell, maybe not that size in terms of height, or excuse me, weight, 
you saw that sort of wingspan and all that. So Darnell is not normal at all. I would think he's definitely a top 50 guy. I don't know if he's, um, you know, going to be a first-round guy or not. Some people do have him that high. I don't think you're wasting your pick uh, going with Darnell in the first round because if you, if you want to really bully people, he, he can do that for you. I think he's sure. definitely going to be a – I think he's tied in number two. I think Michael Meyer from Notre Dame. Right, from Notre Dame. I think yeah. he's definitely – more developed and he's shown more. But I think Brock's definitely going to be your tight end number two taken. It's just a matter of who gets that late those late-round picks and who really needs a guy at that position. Because like a team like Kansas City is not going to draft him because they got Travis Kelsey. And even the Eagles, they got Goddard. It's going to be a team maybe like the Chargers, they need a tight end. Jaguars, a team like that. That's where I could see him being picked up. And he may – you can't ever know. I yes, mean, sir. When, if anybody really likes you, they're going to go. You know, they're going to go do it. Yes, sir. Another guy, obviously, he's the face of the program. Stetson Bennett. I've seen his number. I've seen his odds kind of up and down. Really, for the past ever since the national title game, I've seen him. People saying, "Oh, he's seventh round guy, day three guy," and I've seen guys rank him as high as third round. Where do you see him going? Because he's the biggest question mark in this class. Intoxication never helps because it just makes it look like you're not being serious. And, uh, you know, I think that for Stetson, that was an unforced error that he didn't have to make. Uh, but all that said, that's one day. It's not, you know, it's one day in his life. It's, it's one mistake. It's not the worst mistake in the world to make. I don't know. I mean, I think that he will get drafted. Uh, I think third round at this stage is harder to believe because – you know, people are going to really hold out against him if they want to. They're going to say, you know, you really, all you have to do is keep your nose clean, and you couldn't do it. Um, and, you know, NFL franchises will use any reason in the world not to draft you. There are, and, and, you know, Stetson's not a guy that's walking into a situation where he's going to be a certain backup. You know, he, he may be fighting to be the number three on any uh, on any roster that he gets to. So that's the problem for Stetson. But if you watch him live, you see his spectacular athleticism, his ability to really throw the ball on the run. Uh, I don't know if you see his intelligence, but it's, it's definitely there. And um, he just is a, you know, one of the most – athletic players uh, playing quarterback today. And that's really saying something with some of these guys that are playing quarterback. But he mm -hmm. has a next level to him that a lot of folks don't seem to have. The, the other only drawback, you know, not only, but the other drawback for Stetson is by the time that they were playing football in the fall. He'll be 26. He'll be 20, yeah, he'll be 26 years old. You know, I was talking earlier about Frodrick being 27 when he gets his second contract. <laughs> you know, Stetson will still be on his first, and that that's that's definitely an issue for NFL franchises. They want to get maximum value out of any particular person. Anything after the first round, they're all the contracts are very similar. You know, they're not five years. You know, there's restrictions on particular things. If you get drafted in the first round, you are probably with that franchise for the bulk of your career, if not longer. For Stetson, 
you know, if he is a, you know, four, second round or beyond, I mean, there's no shot he's going to be in the first round. Everything's going to be about where does he land? Do they have issues at quarterback? Because if you're Stetson, you want them to have issues at quarterback. And, um, you know, how, how do you fit in? We've seen, you know, with the Niners, Brock Purdy. I mean, it's hard for me to believe that Stetson's not at least as good a quarterback as Brock Purdy. Um, you know, that that's going to – it's all that. It all adds up. Where is the best place for him to play? Um, we'll, we'll just find out. But I think he's probably fifth, sixth, seventh round. Yes, sir. One more question. Um, well, actually, I guess it's two. Do you think Todd Modkin stays, and who do you think starts under center for the Dogs in 23? It seems to me like Todd Munkin is still still very much in the air. I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I mean, my suspicion at first was that he was sticking around. You know, now, I, I don't know, because he's had his second interview with the Ravens. He's not the only one to have had two interviews with the Ravens. Um, I don't know what will happen with Todd Munkin. I'm not smart enough to say. I would say that Carson Beck is certainly in position to be the starting quarterback next year. He looked really good when he played. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff about Carson that was very good. Um, if he gets beaten out, I'd be surprised this spring. But, you know, both Brock and Gunner are exceptional athletes. They just they got to play quarterback better. And I think particularly for Brock, that's something that we'll have to monitor. We don't know what we don't know. We don't know what the future will hold with both of them. But I would imagine that um, Carson is in the best position. Yes, sir. I think – I really don't think it matters as long as you keep Todd Monken, who starts under center in this system. But I do think Carson Beck gets the first snap. But I wouldn't be surprised because Georgia really – will not be tested till later in the year when they play Ole Miss, Tennessee, Florida, those three games. So I really wouldn't be surprised to see if two quarterbacks, if Carson started a game and then Brock started a game, if Carson doesn't perform. No, I don't think they're both going to start. That would surprise me. That would mean that Carson has lost grip of where he's at. Um, I think they'll both play. I think you could see three guys play. But mm -hmm. in terms of different starters, I mean, that means you really don't know what's going on. And I, I just don't think Kirby's going to be in that position. Yes, sir. Which quarterback do you think will transfer? I don't know that we know that. Yes, sir. It would be Brock, you would think. Yes, sir. We're not in that position yet. Yes, sir. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Dean. All right, thank you. All right. Russian will close us out. We want to thank everybody for listening, and we'll be back sometime next week. Thank you.